welcome to the Baller Boys Podcast. They're all about sports, sports, and more sports. And now, the Baller Boys, Mark and Shamaya. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Baller Boys Podcast. It's your boy, Mark, but I am not alone. I am joined by the SOTB, the music man with the plan, Shamaya. What's up, man? Everything's dope, man. Everything's like, man, follow boys. So we're hitting nothing but nets right now. Ooh, I like it. I like it. We're hitting nothing but nets right now. It's not just any episode of the Baller Boys podcast, though. We are wrapping up this Spurs season with the first annual Spursies. So, y'all, thank you for joining us. This is our first attempt at an awards quote-unquote show I'm dressed up for the event. I've got a V-neck. I've got shorts on. I'm ready to go for this awards show. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I really do have all that on, but I don't have a suit and tie on right now, but we keep it casual around here in the Baller Boys. We keep it casual, but this is our first attempt at our, our own picks. This is our opinions, by the way. You are most welcome to have your own opinion of who you have as winners for each of these categories. We're going to have four categories for y'all. Uh, today so um yeah let's let's go over the categories first first one's going to be most underrated spur um second category is most improved spur uh third category is best spurs storyline and the fourth category is spur of the year so how Shamaya and I are going to do this we're basically each going to give our own picks um we kind of jotted down a few potential winners, like a pool, like, you know, like A, B, C, D type of deal. We have some names down here um, and we're going to kind of give our own picks. We don't know what each of us has picked as far as um, winners for these. So we could have different names. We might have the same name, but uh, it opens the door for some interesting conversation because I'm curious to see uh, what Shamaya has here as far as a, a winner for some of these categories, because uh, there's a few categories here that uh, interest me more than uh, some of the others. So, well, uh, let's hop right into it, man. All right, all right. So opening the Spursies is the most underrated spur of the 2021-2022 season. Oh, uh, man. So there's a bunch of names we could have gone with on this one um Shamaya I know this is a this is one of the most interesting uh categories um for this and uh, I was very interested in hearing what you what you've got for your most underrated spur of the year I mean first of all it's not gonna be an easy uh pick <laughs> Um, it's not. This is one of the toughest ones. Just so many points that can be given to any player, actually. Uh, <sighs> underrated. I have to say. Not just underrated. Most underrated. Yeah, most <laughs> underrated. I mean, I'm going to just be safe and go by the choices that we had outside of the choices that I could pick. Because then it'd be like totally impossible for me to make a decision, make a move. Let's let's go ahead and run through some of the uh, the choices here. Yeah. So uh, you've got Trey Jones, you got Jacob, you got Lonnie, you got Devin, and you got Josh, aka Jr. Jay Rich. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about Jay Rich, but I was like, nah, 
he basically like he joined later in the season. So I would I would say. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I would say he's underrated because I think he has more to show the organization. So I don't think he's the most underrated spur. I feel like Devin is the most underrated spur. Uh, he came in 2020. And, you know, between 2020 and 2021, you know, he had a jump in his point average, you know even his field goal percentage, even his rebound, even his assistant, uh, assistant, uh, can't talk, but you know what I'm trying to say, his assistance to the players, uh, <laughs> he improved. And in this season, uh, 2022, he's had, you know, some inconsistencies, but he also has some shining moments, especially in the last few games of the season. So as far as underrated, yeah, he's probably the most underrated spur because I think he has a spark. Uh, when I saw him hit those threes, I think it was like the few last games left in the season. It was a play in. It was one of the playing games. He was lighting up the threes, man. Yeah. And I was like, yo, Man, imagine he did this every yeah, game. Yeah, he, he played well during the uh, the play-in game. Yeah, so, uh, on that list, I would say Devin is probably the most underrated spur because the way he played in the play-in game, I'm like, okay, I like what I see, and we know uh, Keldon is now on this list. We know that DJ is now on the list because they shouldn't be. They're, they're obviously, you know, players on this team mm-hmm. that <laughs> could be arguably the most improved. But, yeah, I mean, Devin, just because the fact, compared to 2020, his uh, point average was like five points. 2021, his point average was 12 points. And 2022 this season, it's been off and on, but regular season is 12 points. So mm-hmm. you can argue and say he he brings something of value to the team. And I think there's a lot more in Devin that can be scary in the next season. And we haven't seen his fullest peak uh, uh, as a player in the NBA. Yeah, his point average went up significantly too this season, and uh, they they gave him more minutes. I noticed too, like as a like difference between this season and last season. So they he's he's uh, garnering their trust, the coaching staff's trust, and uh, he's hitting threes. He can make some threes out there, and that's going to make him a valuable wing uh, for Dejounte. So, yeah, great pick. Uh, again, this was one of those tougher ones because just so many different names. Uh, I like me some Jay Rich. Like me some Lonnie Walker. They all had some highlights, and uh, Pirtle's been great. I'm going to go with point guard Trey Jones. 2020 round two pick from Duke. He's he's 22 years old, and um, I think the Spurs found something in this kid. Um, I think he can be the backup to DeJounte uh, going forward. Um, 
he had a quiet night versus the Pelicans in the play-in. He only had four points on 17 minutes, but again, he's been getting more minutes. He's under contract through next season. Uh, just going to compare some stats here. So 2020-2021, he played 37 games, seven minutes a game on 47% field goal shooting and 60% three-point field goals, but he was only three of five. He only had five attempts from three. In 2021-2022, this season, he played 69 games. Is it probably actually a little bit more because these are a little bit, uh, these stats are a little bit outdated as far as um, games played. So he's probably played more games, um, but he averaged 16.6 minutes a game on 49% field goal shooting. Um, he's only 19.6% from three. Um, so as he takes more threes, his percentage needs to increase uh, for him to be a more valuable asset out there, especially if they're going to see him as DeJounte's backup coming off the bench. But the point is he jumped from, from seven minutes to 16.6 minutes, almost a 10 minute increase. His field goal percentage actually got better with more minutes on the floor. So he's a little more efficient. His three point shooting needs to improve, but let me just go over some of his games here. I mean, so prior to the Pelicans where he only had four points, he had 12 points against the Mavericks in 21 minutes, 15 points against the Warriors in 33 minutes, 14 points against the T-Wolves with 30 minutes, 14 points against the Nuggets uh, with 33 minutes, and 18 points against the Trailblazers in 34 minutes. Again, DJ was missing some time because of an illness, so Trey Jones came in there and filled the void, and he was a contributor. And to me, the Spurs giving him more minutes – um, shows that they are trusting him more and they believe in his development. So uh, Trey Jones, um, it, this was a tough award, but I think Trey deserves it and he is earning a spot and earning his keep on this team. Yeah, I mean, I like the picks. Uh, you know, he has some good points. So, I mean, I'm just leaving it at that. I like him. I mean, I would have done the same thing. I would pick Trey if I didn't decide to take Devin for uh, See, most it, underrated player. I mean, it's, player. Just, it's just one of the toughest uh, categories for, <laughs> at least to me. Like when I was, when I first thought about this, I was like, man, this is going to be a lot tougher than I thought. Yeah. Because one name. really, Jacob, Lonnie, and, and Josh, I think those players are not really underrated because, I mean, they just, you know, just listen to what we said about Trey and uh, Devin because uh, if you look at what Trey offers, super young player, like a kid compared to other players in the league, if he gets crazy, ice in his veins, bro, he can really go crazy next season. Like oh, stupid yeah. crazy, like yeah, whoa, he, where he come yeah. from? Yeah, he showed flashes this season. You know, like, they're, they're giving him the minutes too. If Trey and Devin go crazy next season, they're young, and they will put everybody on notice, and the league will be like, "Oh snap!" And it will just make the Spurs that much more dangerous throughout the season. And that sets up for the next category, if you want to set that up. And it'll set up the pick that I'm going to pick. Oh, okay. I like this. I like this. 
All right. So on to our second category. That was a tough first one, y'all, but thank you for hanging in with us. And uh, well, we've got another good category here. Most improved spur. So going to read through some of the names here. Uh, DeJounte Murray, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, and Jakob Pertl. Shemaya, uh, who is who's your pick on this one, man? So most the most uh, interesting thing about I this some hesitation here. Well, I'm pretty comfortable with my pick. But okay, I got you. Lonnie is a great pick. I did pick him though for the best spur uh, spur storyline. I had to go with DJ man. Um, I feel like it's not just because he got to the All Star. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, yeah. that was a amazing moment for Spurs to see their yeah. own go to the All-Star to represent the franchise. Huge. I was about to say huge, it huge was, thing for the franchise. Because it's bigger than that. Because I feel like him making the All-Star, it put more spotlight on the Spurs. Because people were really talking about the Spurs as much, right? But when he made the All-Star, he was in the game. All-Star talk, the weekend, all that stuff. All of a sudden, you see tweets from all of these greats, current and uh, former NBA players, co-signing DJ. And if you look at DJ's stats, his average for a regular season, 21. Last year was 21. 2020, it was 15. 2019, it was 10. 2018, it was 8. 2017, it was 8. 2016, it was 3. Career, average, 12. Regular season, 21. That's my pick for the storyline for the best Spurs. Uh, Mainly because yeah, the fact. So he's your most improved spur. Well, yeah, most improved. Um, but also, I mean, like I said, you could you can pick any other player in this category. You, you have a good argument, but I think DJ, he's proven himself to be something that people must pay attention to. Without question. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you made like you made almost every point that I was gonna make because uh, you and I have the same pick. I've got Dejounte Murray as the most improved spur. Like you said, he jumped from fifteen point seven points per game to twenty one point one. Leads in average steals a game. He leads the league. Uh, his field goal percentage on both spectrums improved. He went from 45.3% field goal percentage in 2020 to 46. Uh, he went from 31.73 point field goal percentage to 32. So he's made improvements in various areas. Um, he's a steel leader in the league as far as average. Um, he is actually a, a finalist for most improved uh, player in the NBA. 
So that's a big deal again, and it matches the you know the name of this category, most improved spur. He's you know, and it's showing. And like you said, he's gotten a lot of recognition and respect from well-known players in the league. Um, EJ, uh, Draymond, you've got a lot of people who are putting some respect on his name and really showing the world that this kid is talented and he is determined to grow and improve as a player. And like you said, it, it brings a big spotlight onto the Spurs organization. Uh, it wasn't just a win for DJ and his self-confidence, but it was a win for the city of San Antonio and it was a win for the Spurs organization. So DeJounte Murray, most improved Spur, well-deserved. Um, Keldon had himself a nice season, especially down the stretch. Jakob made some big strides as well, too. Devin did, as we just talked about, in the uh, most underrated Spur. But uh, this was DJ season for sure. Yeah, man. And uh, I know I basically mentioned uh, best Spur storyline. I kind of jumped ahead because I wasn't realizing actually you know, I picked the same player for both categories. <laughs> well, but, the, you picked a good, you picked a good segue then. <laughs> but my reason, if you don't mind, jump into that category real quick. Yeah. So best first uh, storyline. The reason why I, I picked DJ is simply because of this. For this season, right? If you just look at this season alone, you don't look at any other year. He has to be the best storyline. Because what other player can trump the storyline of the All-Star? I mean, seriously, like there's no <laughs> there's no other player that can right. trump that story. Right. He he easily had the most important season of all the Spurs players. Because he had the honor, right, to be part of a tradition that is probably the most cherished part of the season in the league because countless memories, right? Of NBA history of the all-star weekend is shared with some of the greatest names who ever played. So the fact that he was able to associate his name with those greats easily, best storyline. All right. Nice. Nice. I'm glad that you tied in um, your most improved spur with the best spur storyline. And we had some good storylines this season. And uh, I just named some of them here. And <laughs> it's funny because Shemaya knew right off the bat what he wanted to go with. So I'm just going to go through some of the answers that we had here or some of the potential winners. So uh, the first one is race for 10th place, a.k.a. Keldon's tear um, between March and April, where he scored 26 21, 21, 23, 21, 28, 20, 20, 24 point games. That was all in that stretch between March and April. Um, so, yeah, and it was a huge tear. Main contributor for the Spurs um, getting into the play-in in the first place. Uh, Keldon did definitely make some strides in the right direction. Um, next one is Lonnie's tear. <laughs> so, Keldon wasn't the only one who had a, uh, a pretty on-fire stretch uh Lonnie's tear he had a stretch of 17 21 17 23 22 22 and 30 point games off the bench uh 
this was a little bit after the trade deadline, but Lonnie just went on a tear for that little stretch and it was something special. And Lonnie's already a pretty likable dude, good, humble player, good story. And it was just nice to see him kind of go out there and show that what he's got, what he can do, even off the bench. Um, the next storyline was Jay Rich earning his keep post-trade deadline. Um, you know, normally you wouldn't see a player just be so um, involved and incorporated in his team's offense and his team's system so quick. But Jay Rich did just that. He has earned his keep since that trade deadline. He's been a vet, probably one of the most valuable contributors off the bench. And uh, you could tell the coaching staff and Pop trust him. They're giving him the minutes. Um, they've been giving him more minutes. And he's been contributing and being, um, you know, pretty, pretty valuable off the bench. Uh, the next storyline, of course, as we just alluded to, uh, DeJounte Murray's ascension to All-Star. Big deal. We just talked about how important that was in the last uh, segment or in the last uh, category so we won't go too much into that it was a big deal either way in the last one pop becomes the winningest regular season head coach in nba history with 1336 regular season wins um of course that was he's got more wins now but uh he had that's that's the number that he broke the record with and it was against the jazz in a close game my pick is coach pop becoming the winningest regular season coach it doesn't happen often, and it's only appropriate that it happens with Popovich. Uh, he's one of the best of all time, and uh, I'm glad he's getting his roses, and he got the recognition that he deserves. And he passed up, I believe, Don Nelson uh, in this award and this honor, and um, he deserves all of the honors that he can get uh, because he is a legend. And, uh, you know, DJ making All-Star, awesome. Huge thing for everyone involved. Um, you know, Coach Pop was happy for him because DJ works hard. And, you know, DJ was really happy that Pop broke the record and now holds this title. And you saw all the players uh, at the end of that game celebrating with Pop as much as he wanted to leave the floor. Um, you could tell, like, his, he's got the respect of his team and they just love him and they want to see him succeed, much like Pop wants to see his guys succeed. So big deal, huge honor. And that's my pick. Um, Coach Pop, man. Yeah, and I purposely did that so it'll balance everything out because we all know Coach Pop would pick DJ and DJ would pick Coach Pop. Yeah, it works hand in hand. And I'm I'm glad it worked out like this because both honestly, both both of these events probably could have been both of these storylines could have won this award, uh, won this category. Easily, yeah. Because like I said, uh I feel like when DJ made that headline, it was a big splash for a Spurs talk outside of San Antonio. Same thing with Coach Pop. When that happened, the most winningest coach, I mean, once again, huge storyline, a big discussion outside of San Antonio. Um, so, yeah, either, either one would have been perfectly uh, fit for that. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, it was this was one of those categories that was especially difficult, at least for me to choose from, because there was always, you know, with, even with underrated Spur, like there were some names in there. There was like two names I was kind of stuck on. Same deal with this with best storyline. 
just two very good storylines. It was just tough to either one of them could have won, but you know, you got to pick one. That's, that's what we're doing here with the Spursies. So Shamaya, we have come to the final countdown, the main course spur of the year. This is the biggest award we've got here at the Spursies, the first annual Spursies. If you're just tuning in, well, I mean, you're, you're, you're missing a good show here. This is our opinion, y'all. So, of course, feel free. You can have your own choices as well. And you could have your own, like, reasonings for picking a different player. But this is ours. We're the baller boys. So it's about our opinions and what we see. So spur of the year. We've only got three names here in the spur of the year award category. So here we go. First one, DeJounte Murray. Second name, Keldon Johnson. And third player, Jakob Pertle. So to me, these were the three Spurs that had the biggest impact on the team overall. They've all made jumps in their own aspects and own regards. Uh, just go look at the stats. Um, Pertle, we cannot discredit what he did this season. He made some jumps in some pretty important areas. Um, Keldon, we just talked about his stretch near the end of the season. He's becoming more consistent. He's improved his three-point shooting. And, of course, we just talked about DJ uh, ascending to all-star status and earning the respect of his fellow league mates and big names from around the league. So, Shamaya, here we go. What's your pick for Spur of the Year? I mean, it's super easy for me, man. Uh, I'm going a, I'm to a say this. Lay, lay it out. Lay it out. I'll respect to the three. That you picked. Um, I'm gonna say 13, 17, 21. So DJ all the way, because he averaged 21 points this season. Uh Keldon averaged 17. Uh Jacob averaged 13. So when it comes to the player that really added that spark to the team, it has to be DJ. Because uh, without his contribution this season, heck, I don't even think the Spurs would have gotten as far as they did. So, because when he's on the floor, he has the potential to be that leader, right? Uh, that's been floating around. Well, next season, he has the resume, right, of being an all star. And he has a very strong possibility to explode, to go to the next level as an NBA player, just like Keldon does, just like Jacob does. No one take anything away from those two, but not DJ. As far as spur of the year, psh, definitely, because uh, he's contributed in such a way that I think elevated the confidence of uh, the players on that team and without his contribution i don't think they would have gotten as far as they did absolutely uh, i know we we in most improved spur category we talked about dj stats and all the improvement that he's made in the significance of him taking that next step to all-star and putting the spotlight back in san antonio and especially for the organization being in its in the process of rebuilding um, it's a huge first step for the organization, and they just have to keep building and going in the right direction. But they have got a wonderful 
building block here with their, you know, one of these homegrown dudes reaching that all-star status. And who knows, Keldon may be joining DJ next season in that, in that award. We'll see what happens, but uh, because Keldon's shown some uh, pretty important improvement, especially down the stretch and during this past season. But, you know, we, we talked about this, Shemai, it's, it comes down to experience. These guys are growing with the experience and the opportunity that they've been given. And DJ took full advantage of that. And I'm with you. I'm right there with you. My pick is DeJounte Murray for spur of the year. Well-deserved. Just like you, I think this was maybe the easiest pick for me. Um, Out of all the categories, DJ's just done so much, um, not only for himself, but for the team, for the city organization. It's uh, him, him reaching the heights that he has, has brought a spotlight to the Spurs organization and attention and excitement, especially for the fans, uh, something the fan base can look forward to for years to come and further development from guys like Keldon and Jakob. Uh, both of those guys had good improvements uh, this past season, but DJ's was again, the most important and uh, the most significant as far as what it had, the effect that it had on the team overall. So right there with you, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you ask yourself what player or which player do you see completely catching on fire next season, it's DJ. It's real. It's it's DJ. Yeah. Do do you think he's an all-star going forward? Oh, easily. Yeah, it's all on his resume. So it's almost like he has to have to add to y'all going to pick me again because, uh, yeah, I've been there. So I'm going to do it again. That's be the attitude. Yeah, you know what What I think is going to motivate him next season, too, is the fact that um, he can look at how he got in this season. And that, I don't mean that to take away from his accomplishments. I mean that, like, as a serious motivator for him, maybe he can look back and say, you know what, next season, I'm going to get in, but I'm not going to be a fill-in. I'm going to get in as one of the initial names that make it on that roster. Not because Draymond got hurt. All, all respect to Draymond and big props. Again, like big names. Guys like Draymond were really like recognizing DJ's efforts and talents. And, you know, he was one of those advocates for his, what he does for the game. And But I think DJ is going to look, back at this season, this all-star selection and be, you know, saying to himself, challenging himself, saying, I'm going to go in there, not as a fill-in next season. I'm going to go in there as one of those top, like, 10 names that you think of that need to be an all-star in the West. Well, the thing, too, is the fact that he's being still recognized from the NBA, right? One of the Awards finalists, like you, you know, mentioned earlier in the episode, key phrase, most improved player. That's coming from the NBA. All right. That's not just coming from the baller boys or any other, you know, source. That's coming right from the league. Yeah. The league is recognizing that is huge. Right. That's huge. So next season, we can most likely expect DJ to basically come out very confident. And I think that will really 
just be a spark that other players will feed off of. Because if he feeds if if he comes out the gate hot and ready to go with confidence and dominate, it does nothing but help the other players to step up to. Not to say Keldon and Jacob hasn't. I'm just saying it'll just be that extra motivation to contribute to what they do already and help them go to the next level. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, motivation. I mean, all the guys, like, I mean, you saw how motivated and happy the team was when Pop got that record. And, you know, they were the same way when DJ, hey, representing one of us, you know, in that all-star game under the bright lights with huge names like KD and LeBron, you know, I like believe other players deal. mentioned the fact that, you know, DJ deserved it. You know, DJ, yeah, I'm I'm glad he's given that, you know, opportunity to represent us because, you know, he's been stepping up. And yeah, I mean, like I said, that's the reason why I, I picked him. It's because if you look at the average points for the season, he's top of the list, man, for the Spurs. So yeah. it's it's kind of hard not to pick someone. Uh, who's delivered the highest percentage in in points for the season because, or average, I should say, for the points is because, like, that's usually the one who's hungry, you know? Not to say no one else is hungry, but they were hungrier. And if anything, it will probably motivate them to want to find a way to get to the All-Star, too. And I think he's the player that they look up to now as far as, man, if he can make the All-Star game, you know, I could too. And someone that I think can make the all-star, you know, someone like Keldon can make the all-star. Jacob can make the all-star. Heck, Lonnie can make the all-star. You see what I'm saying? So who knows? Heck, Primo comes out the gate hot, <laughs> burning hot, smoking hot. He can be the next one. So I'm just saying he opens the gate now for those opportunities for those players to really blossom to something really great. And I think Josh Primo, man, I think we're going to see something nice. Oh, we're going we're to see his name in a few he's, categories. He's year. super young. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. He's super yeah. young. We haven't like witnessed what he's about to do. He had some flares in the, in the late season. And I think we're going to see a lot more. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I want to share one last tidbit about Murray. So apparently he had such an outstanding season that he surpassed Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson as the only player in NBA history to average at least 20 points, eight rebounds, nine assists, and two steals in a single season. So DJ is making waves, man, and he's only going to get better. And um, again, we... yeah. We, we've we've talked about there are some areas he needs to improve in, like his three-point shooting. But I think if he can become a more efficient three-point shooter, um, it'll only make him an even more dangerous uh, weapon out there and an even bigger building block uh, for the Spurs organization. So I think we, we about covered it, man. Um, DJ's going places, and uh, this team is going to be going places as long as it continues to develop these guys. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, other names we're going to see in these categories in our next go-around for the Spursies. But that wraps up the first annual Spursies here on the Baller Boys podcast. I am Mark. He is Shemaya, the SOTB. 
the music man with the plan. Shamaya, what's your Twitter handle, man? Yeah, Shamaya on BT. Super easy to find me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you can follow me at Mark the MC, M A R K T H, three threes, no E's, capital M, capital C. Follow us on Twitter. We like to retweet and post some stuff. Uh, we'd like to, we're, we like to post like sports stuff. It is, is, if you couldn't tell, because we talk about sports here on the Baller Boys. But nonetheless, this wraps up our awesome first attempt at an awards episode. So, you know, uh, give us some constructive criticism. Hopefully we, uh, we did y'all, <laughs> we, we did well on y'all's, uh, on y'all's expectations. And uh, ultimately I hope we, we did well ourselves. And I feel like we did live up to our own expectations. Shamaya, this was not an easy undertaking, but we got through it. We did it. So uh, guys tune in next time when we talk about your favorite sports, sports and more sports, we release multiple episodes a week. So Keep your eyes peeled for that. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're all over the place. Uh, if you have a break, uh, maybe you're working out, you're driving to work, or you're driving home from work, throw us on. Uh, we're also available on YouTube. we got a YouTube channel. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll see our reminders. You're, you'll see our promotional stuff. You can't miss it. Um, so, guys, until next time, peace out. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Follow boys.